Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. I come before your throne washed in the blood of Jesus. I thank you. Give me the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might. Make me a quick understanding so I do not judge by what I see with my eyes, but what I hear from the inside, Father, from your direction, your insight, your revelation. And I just thank you in advance that I just bind every hindering spirit and just loosen your anointing to be present, to heal, to deliver, and to set the captives free. And we enter into that place of worship, that place of praise, because that's a good place to be. What are you going to do with somebody that when challenges are faced, they begin to worship? When you thought that they were going to say all the wrong things, and they said the right thing by beginning to praise beginning to thank you for everything that you've done and continue to do. And we just thank you in advance that you are God and there is no equal. In Jesus' name we pray. And all in agreement say, amen. amen. You can have a seat. Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah, yeah. This was a long one coming, wasn't it? Man, I'm telling you. We didn't know when this one was coming. You look at the calendar, it sped up to get to, to, to Christmas, and then New Year's, it's like they added 12 more days to it or something. I don't know. But well, we're here. So I got a new message because we finished strong. Remember? We've been working on finishing strong. So now we're going to deal with something else. It's called now. <laughs> what better time than now? Now. What does now mean to you? Not tomorrow. Not, immediately. huh? Immediate. Yes. Immediately. What else? The present. the present. What you know you have is now. <laughs> so I'm ready for it. This is the word that God gave me for 2022. And so because I'm your pastor, I'm going to make sure you get the word that he gave me because that's how it flows. It flows from the top down, from the head down. So let, let's look at Ephesians chapter 55, verse 16 in the Amplified. It says, I mean, everything that God has, there's nothing new under the sun. So whatever's going on, he wants us to be on top of it, ahead of it, in front of it, way in front of it. And this scripture says, making the very most of your time on earth, because there is going to be another time. Y'all know that, right? If you're a believer, you know where you're going to spend eternity. If you're not a believer and you don't get born again, you, 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 you know where you might be spending it, right? But people don't want to believe that there's a heaven and a hell, but it is. The word says it. So I always go by what the word says. So making the very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity, using it with wisdom and diligence, because the days are filled with evil. Are y'all aware of that? The days are filled with evil. It's not a little, little bit of evil. There was a time where at least crime stopped on holidays, but now people shoot and kill on holidays. But he says recognizing and taking advantage of. So guys, as a believer, is it okay to take advantage of? We ain't stealing nothing. It belongs to us. Peace belongs to us. Rest belongs to us. Healing belongs to us. Victory belongs to us. 
So let's take advantage of it. But let's use God's wisdom and diligence. That means we're consistent with what we're believing for. Amen? Because the time that, that, that is filled with evil, not just a part of it, filled with it. Making the very most of your time. Recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity. So Holy Spirit, I just thank you in advance that you are showing us opportunities that we thought was work. Uh-oh. You are showing us these opportunities that we just need to step into. It's called now. So the situations that's going on that are to our benefit, they are opportunities that are designed for us to step into. So let's take advantage of now. So today what I want to do is I want to take us through some steps about how to take advantage of now. Because if now is the time, then let's step into it. So let's take advantage of, let's look at winning. Let's look at victory. Let's look at increase. Let's look at abundance. Let's look at rest. And take advantage of it. So, number one. We, know, we must know what we want, not what we don't want. Now, guys, that's step number one. Now, you know, yeah, pastor, you know, but you don't understand all the other stuff going on. But, but, but it said, but we must know what we want. The blind man that everybody is telling him to shut up because he's screaming that much more the louder. He's screaming that much louder. And he's screaming, you know, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. He's screaming, he's screaming. And so Jesus stops and walks over to him. If this is not the case, then y'all tell me what is the case. So Jesus asked him as he walks over to him, Megan, he says, what will you, what will you have me do for you? Did the guy tell him all the things that's going wrong? Or did he just say that I might receive my sight? That's what he said, right, girl? So he told Jesus what he wanted. He didn't go into all history. I had to, you know, I had to catch the bus and the train, and, and then I got over here, and these people started telling me to shut up. He didn't go into all that. What he did was he said, what, you asked me what I want, and I said, I want to see, receive my sight. And Jesus, he received his sight. Let's look at another lady. The, 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 the lady had issued all these years, spent big money going to the doctors, the specialists. But guess what she said? She said within herself. That's her self-talk. She said, but if I but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. So what did she want? And what was going to happen once she touched it? She's going to be made whole. So these are principles in God's word that I'm listing. This is how my wife and I live our lives. We talk about what we want. Not about everything that's going wrong, because we know stuff going wrong, right? Because it did say evil is filling time, right? So I'm asking you, in the situation, in the moment of time, Holy Spirit, would you mind revealing to us this of our lives, life, that we, we need to see an image of what it is that we want. Not all that's going wrong, but what it is that we want. And we think in advance that you talk fast, 
with the images coming fast so that we can narrow down today in this service what it is that we want. If the relationship is jacked up, you want peace. You want victory. If it's the finances that's jacked up, you want abundance. If sickness is a part of the, the deal, what you want is healing. So in the name of Jesus, we just thank in advance. And those who are watching, just put it in the comment section, what it is that you want. Those who are sitting here, you can open your eyes and just let me know. Do you feel comfortable sharing what it is that you want? If, it, if you are, just go ahead and raise your hand. I got a mic coming your way. Anybody on this side? Okay. Uh, you can go ahead and go that way. Peace. Okay. That's what you want. Yes. So you ain't list all the things that jacked up. Because what you want is what? Peace. Okay. Abundance. Abundance. Okay. All right. Anybody else? So this is how it works. That's number one. We must know what we want, not what we don't want. Have you talked to a lot of people before and, and they give you that list of everything? But what do you want? Let's look at a scripture. Matthew chapter 25 verse 29 in the Amplified. This thing is something. For to everyone who has and values his blessings and gifts from God and has used them wisely, more will be given and he will be richly supplied so that he would have an abundance. What y'all mean? I got a mic coming your way. For to everyone who has valued his blessings and gifts. I think it means, <clears throat> excuse me, honoring him. And as you said, like worship, writing him for the things that he's given us, taking care of them, valuing them, and then he will bring more abundance. Okay. All right. Value, receiving, he will bring abundance. Anybody else? Got one right here coming your way. For to everyone who has and values his blessings and gifts from God. I see it as a mindset. You look at what you have, but the things that you do have, uh -huh. and you can work those things. Okay. It's like looking at what everybody else has, you think that you don't have it. Okay. Okay. So whatever you have, are you taking care of what you have? Y'all don't have to answer out loud unless you want to. <laughs> do you take care of your car? If you if you you in an apartment, are you taking care of the apartment while you're believing for a house? I mean, that means you got to clean the place, right? You got to vacuum. Well, you know, you, you can't turn around and say, well, this is not mine. I'm just renting it. But to them that have, shall be given. What about your relationships? Do you honor them? Do you respect them? What about your job? Uh-oh. Okay, did it just go quiet in here? Just me. <laughs> yeah, you might not like the job, but are you faithful there? Because the word says that them that, that have shall be given. Are you faithful there? Do you recognize that your responsibility at any employee, with an employee, is to make them money? The more money you make them, 
the more when it's your time, what's going to happen? You get paid. But when it's your time to own your company, did you sow seeds? Uh-oh. <laughs> On most of the positions that I've been involved with, I was the last one to leave when things, when layoffs took place. Because I never did my job as unto man. I did it as unto God. And that does not have a job description. Y'all got to write one, put that one down. When you are doing something as unto the Lord, there is no job description. Whatever needs to be done, that's what's done. That's what's covered. We had, you know, some people out of town and so forth this weekend. And, and you know, people, you know, just being on the safe side, which we thank God for. And so they, they're creating distance. People who are here jump right in and says, you, 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 you stay home, rest, you take care of yourself, we got you. And we're just jumping into positions, doing double duty. But God sees that. So I'm telling you guys, this thing is real. Whatever you're believing for, you do it for somebody else. And he'll bless you. So that you can have your own. Because you've been proven faithful. Anybody can slack off. But if we're doing it under him. You don't even have to like who you're working for. But if you're doing it under him. I'm just, I'm just talking real stuff. What do you want? Let me keep on going. So this is the secondary part of that same scripture. But from one who does not have... Because he has ignored or disregarded his blessings and giftings from God. Even what he does have will be taken away. Now, I want to make this clear. God is not taking the stuff. God is not taking the stuff. What did I say about a car? You got a car? Okay. Well, it wasn't the color that you wanted. It wasn't the year that you wanted. Your parents gave it to you for you graduating. You don't know how many years they prayed for you to graduate. So they said, you know, grade, basically the grades ended up being partly theirs anyway. We, we know these things, right? Are we lying on anybody? Y'all yeah, know who I'm talking to. <laughs> but what happens is you get the car, but Billy Bob, your friend, they got a, a more expensive car. But you didn't pay for this one. Your parents just bless you with it. But did you change the oil? Did you wash it every now and then? I'm just asking questions. What, what, did you get it tuned up? So when none of these things were done and your car just stopped working, took the car. You did. So that's what this scripture is talking about. If you don't take care of what you have, you, like I said, you believe for a house, but you're in an apartment. Do you scrub the floors? Do you take a shower and leave the shower jacked up? Now you got somebody that's coming in after you. <laughs> I'm just talking about little things. You're always showing up late for work, and then you wonder when layoffs happen, why that person is the first one to go. Because you weren't faithful in that. So see, God didn't take those things away. We did. Don't be surprised because people watching you, and especially if they find out you're a believer. Am I lying on anybody? Are we held to a higher standard? Oh, we are. How y'all know? That's what they say. 
They say it? Wait, 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 wait. Give, give, give her a mic. Oh, I thought you were a Christian. Ooh. Why'd you do that? Ooh. Why'd you say that? Ooh. Anybody want to side? That side woke over there. She been waiting on this. <laughs> but guys, so these are the keys to how the kingdom works. To them that have, but to them that have not should be taken away that which they have. You never gave. You're not a giver. But then when you need somebody to bless you, are the seeds there that can be looked upon? All right, so you don't want me to move on. Okay, all right, okay, okay. I'm going to give you number two. Why do you want it? Now, this is going to get real, real interesting. Why do you want what you say you want? Guys, these are biblical principles that if we operate in them, we get the reward of what we believe for. So why do we want it? Anybody know why they want it? Whatever they said they want it. Might come in your way. Why do we want it? Because cause I'm, I'm going to get real fleshly. And I, I, Honestly, sometimes I want to think because I saw somebody else with it and I was jealous of them. Okay, I appreciate the honesty. All right, okay. Anybody got, got anything? On, oh. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne. Do I want it because of the comfort? Isn't that raised because of the comfort that it's going to give me? I don't have to struggle financially. I can have comfort. Do, is that why I want what I say I'm wanting? If there's any of you guys, I got about six or seven of them, okay? You, you might want to stay over there. <laughs> no, 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 you good? Okay, he coming your way, though. Okay, why ain't say, come on, come on, come on. Why ain't say, bring it up? <laughs> yeah, I do, I do like the comfort that, like, having a good bank account would give me. Yeah, okay, I, okay, I Anything wrong with one, with having one in the nicest bank account? Nope. So see, Wayne, wasn't nothing wrong with that. Are y'all ready for number two? I mean, the second one, rather. Oh, winning. Do, do, do I want it because I just like winning? Because winning stimulates us to action. You know, it's like, you know, you, you, you watch the football game and all this kind of stuff. And, and, you know, Tom Brady, a lot of people just don't like the man because he won seven Super Bowls and all that kind of stuff. When you bring a man from another team and he calls that team to win, you got to give it up, man. You got to give it up. Are you like that? Do you like to take what nobody says could work? Is that why you want it? And nothing wrong with that. But you got to know why you want it. Anybody fall in that category? I see a couple of heads nodding. Okay, all right. Do you want financial freedom? Is that why you want it? Raise your hand if that's you. Okay. I see everybody raising their dogs. Yes, sir. So what does financial freedom look like? Y'all just shout it out to me. Giving. Giving? Okay. Loans are paid out. All right, doctor. <laughs> no debt. Okay. Savings. Blessing somebody unexpectedly. Choices. What do you mean by that? Might go that way. Choices. Why do you want it? Choices. Choices to go where you want to go, when you want to go, to stay how long as you want to stay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, brother. 
right? They can identify with that one. I had another one. Let's see what we got. Success. Uh oh, but, but but see, I got part A and B to that, so y'all y'all can jump up on success. But does it is that our way of proving other people wrong? This is not gonna work. They tried it before and it didn't work. Do we want to prove others wrong? But what if they know and don't even say anything? What if you performing for somebody that don't uh oh that don't know? Never tried. They were all in the safe place. Oh, look, check this one out. Y'all ready for this? I made these up. I mean, because I looked at life and I just said, okay, success from other, from our past failures. Um, I don't know whether dude's show still on, but, you know, he would have, it's the fight show. It was a talk show. Y'all remember what that was? Or y'all going to act like y'all don't know? Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Springer? Okay, I say, I say, I say, go ahead, Shay. All right, Shay, like, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I'm going to just come right, right out with it. And, and, and it would be people that w were bullied. And he would have them on the show, and the person didn't even remember bullying the person. So this person worked all their life to be successful so that when they saw this person, they could say, well, look what I am now. And the person said, I don't even remember you. So are we, or do we want success because of our past failures? We want to prove to other people that we are not a failure. But see, I'm going to tell you something about life, man. People are so involved with their own stuff, they're not paying attention to you. Oh, everybody agree with that one. How, how y'all figure that one out? How, how y'all figure out people don't care about you? Experience. Experience. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't seem impressed by what we did. Yes, sir. Mike coming your way. They don't even remember. Don't you? Not even paying attention. I, I find out when you get success and try to show somebody something. Uh huh. It, they just look at you like, well, I mean, and. Okay. Yeah, they, they it's, it's nonchalant to them. Nonchalant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about peace? Do you want it for peace? And see, these falls in multiple categories too. You know, so they can overlap. Do you want it for peace? So you can sleep at night, you can sleep during the day, you can rest. You, you, you can be focused on one thing because you don't have to be focusing on how you're going to pay the bill or how you're going to get this done or what provision that you're going to need that you didn't plan for. Why do you want what you say you want? Uh-oh, there it is right there. Have you ever thought about the reason you want it is to fulfill your destiny? And I'm going to make it clear, all of us have a destiny that God called us to. You don't have to have, be a pastor to have a destiny. He's called us to the unsaved, to sharing the Lord Jesus Christ and him and him alone. He's called us to bring people to the saving knowledge of him, the Lord Jesus Christ. So wherever we are, we're coming with a mandate. Did you see somebody sad? You can bring healing to that area. If you see somebody in doubt, you can talk them past that. But you don't have to preach at them. You can just share. You can just listen. Because we already decided, based off what I heard y'all say earlier, when I said most of the time people not even listening to what's going on with you. But don't you think that a person can tell when someone's listening? And, and you don't have nothing to gain from that.
other than the fact that that's a destiny that you have. See, Jesus made it clear. Even with children, the disciples say, hey, hey, you ain't got time for all this. Uh -uh. He says, such is the kingdom of heaven. Because all of us got little boys and little girls on the inside of us. And I'm talking about because we will always be his sons and daughters. But what is about the destiny? Have you been able to look at what God has called you to in that destiny? Because see, you, you, you can be a person who's good with numbers. That's needed in the kingdom. You can be a person with attention to detail, Teresa. <laughs> Excuse me. And, and that's a ministry. Think about all the things that would happen if you not attention to detail. Oh, you, you mean painting? That could be a destiny. Carpentry, that could be a destiny. What else, guys? What, what, are you, what do you think your giftings are? Because, see, we got to know why we want it. What are your giftings are? Y'all shout it out. Car detailing. Car detailing. You, you think we can use that in the kingdom? Absolutely. Why did he give it to you? Encouraging people. Encouraging people. Growing plants. Growing plants? Okay. Can we use that in the kingdom? Artwork. Artwork. Y'all do know in the Old Testament when they were building the, the temple, there were people that he set aside, called, appointed to be able to do woodwork, to be able to do um, metal work. So see, don't, don't, don't downplay what your callings are. So did everybody figure out which one they fall under? Why do we want it? <laughs> Number three, y'all ready for this? This is what y'all gonna say out loud. Do y'all remember what the first one was? We must know what we want. We, 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 we gotta know what we want, not what we don't want. Number two, why do we want it? But see, there has to be a burning desire. Why do we want it? Number three, this is something we're gonna ask out loud, we're gonna ask right now. Y'all ready? Ready? Holy Spirit, what actions are required to receive what I say I want? And just listen. Just listen on the inside. And guys, the Holy Spirit, he talks very low. And just listen to see what's required for what it is that you say you want. Because see, we can think one thing, but he has already covered that. What is it does he say you need in order to receive what it is you want? Just pause for a moment. So Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you are telling us what steps we need to take to receive what it is we say we want. Okay, you open your eyes. Who wants to share? I got one over here. I got one back there. He let me know that I'm already doing it. You're already doing it? Okay. Okay. Did you know you was already doing it? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Yes, ma'am. 
forgive myself. Forgive yourself, okay. You, you can do it? Uh, did I do it? I say. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, you can do it. Okay. All right. So who would have thought that forgiveness is what's necessary to receive what it is that I want? That's what I'm talking about, guys. We don't have to try to figure this thing out. All we have to do is to go to the source of all knowledge, all wisdom, all understanding, all discernment, all revelation. So y'all got it? Follow that grunt. What that grunt mean? Might come in your way. <laughs> y'all know sound is subconscious, so. Um. So he said it's there for me. I okay. just need to walk into it. And okay. Then he he said, the grunt was, it's small steps. Okay. It's not, you have to do it all at once. Okay. All right. You receive it? Yeah. Okay. Man, I might be finishing early today. <laughs> wow. All right. So 3A, get God's plan. Guys, we tried our plan. How many companies have we folded up? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to quit my job and do this. Does somebody answer that? <laughs> All right, let me tell you what Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance and advance. But, y'all read but together? Can we be but together? But everyone who acts in haste comes surely to poverty. So you decide you're going to do this, you're going to quit everything, stop everything, and it says right there. But everyone who acts in haste comes surely to poverty. Guys, let go of the get rich quick thing. Just let go of it. Because he's already said you're going to come to poverty. But the plans of the diligent, that means you thought about it. You researched it. You listened for his insight. Not only did you listen for his insight, but when should I do this? What's entailed in this? By being diligent, that means you are what? Consistent. You're doing it when you don't feel like it. You're doing it when you feel like it. You're willing to stay up. Because, guys, I, I just want to be honest with you. No matter what it is you're believing for, the enemy wants to take that dream away from you. Remember I talked about it a few weeks ago, about when I would try to do good, evil was present with me. That, that's a law. That's not just something that's made up. That's a law. Whatever it is you've been called to do. You think we had any challenges? Curly, they don't even want to hear our stories. About coming into ministry. We started out at one church. Pastor loved us over there. We had a service at 2 o'clock. Because his service ended at 12. But guess what? Say guess what? The people didn't want us. The congregation didn't want us. Yeah, they, they were hot. They were hot. They were mad. I mean, we were curling out. That's my wife curling. We'd be walking down, the, walking down the hallway on the way to get ready to minister. And what we found out was 
they would stop us in the hallway. What are you guys doing at our church? And uh, our answer was uh, getting ready to have service. You know, and then it got to a place where they started coming out to the pastor. Why you let these people be here? I, I thought all we wanted to do was worship and serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So no matter what you are doing or going to do, yeah, you can catch it just by doing what you're supposed to be doing. Remember, we're still talking about get God's plan. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, it says, and, and let's read this together, but let's take out of what we normally try to do. Y'all know when people know what a scripture says, they, they try to finish it for you. And, and you know, it's like, I, I remember when, you know, we, we didn't have the, the iPhones and stuff like that. And you, you had a Bible, you know, you had a, a paperback Bible. And, and, and what would happen, to, or a leather Bible. Yeah, everybody had a special edition leather Bible. Yeah. And, and, and so when, when the pastor would call out Jeremiah 29, 11, the person beside you would hit you with the elbow. And then they would open up. The, see, I, I already knew that's where the pastor was going to go with that. So I already turned to it. And see, mine is already highlighted. <laughs> and, and you think it's good for you. <laughs> but I want to read what the scripture says. He says, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being, not for disaster, to give you a future that means he plans for you to be here, and a hope. So I want to get God's plans. What better way to get his plans if, since he's the one who has already made the plan? When we were born, before we were even born, he had already made plans for us because he knew what our giftings and talents were. We just didn't know. But that's what he has for us. He's not trying to hurt us. But he has plans for peace. So when we, 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 we listen to his plans, he already has in there where peace is going to come from. I, as a pastor, can have a challenging session, you know, a challenging service. But 99.999, he always has someone who sends me a message, a text, saying about how that message changed the life. So Billy Bob can say something special. And guys, I'll just be honest. Is it okay to be honest? In order to minister, you have to be mentally in a different place. And what I mean by that, you have to be so at rest and at peace that you can hear everything that needs to be said. So you can hear what people are thinking, I'm talking based off the message I have, but I'm listening to his voice, him making the adjustment of what he wants to bring out, what he wants to say, and so forth. So you are at this clear place. So that means that when someone says something extremely special, then that can hit you hard because you are totally open. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? So at any other time, you know, you, you're in a different place. You, you're in a war place. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you got life going on. 
But in order to minister, you got to be so open and so clear and so at rest and so at peace that all you can hear is what God wants to do and when he wants to do it. But I'm telling you, that's what he does for me. He'll have somebody send me something really right there where it was. Audrey did it this week. Audrey just sent me something. And it's like, you don't hear from Audrey unless it's serious. Amen. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Audrey ain't lying on you. I said, she ain't going to waste your time there. But I'm reading this note from her, and I say back to her, tears running down my face, am I lying, Art? I said, I just want to thank you, because at the moment you send that, I was just going through something. Now, when I say I'm going through something, I'm processing it. I'm not holding on, because see, that, that's not good. He said, take every thought captive. But guys, I want to make it clear, because you're processing it something, that still does not mean it don't hurt. Because that's something that I really want to focus on this year in ministry is letting people know that trials come even when you're doing what's right. So I want to take away this thing that because you're in Christ Jesus, you won't have no issues. You don't have to overcome nothing. You overcome that it's already been established. He has already brought us to a place of victory. We just got to catch up with it. But you still hurt. You'll still be disappointed. But you got to choose. Y'all ought to be a quote scripture by now. Philippians. <laughs> Thank on what? So is that a true, honest, just, pure, lovely, virtuous, port? Those things that you have both learned and received and seen in me do. And the God of peace will be with you. So I'm telling you. This is his plan for us. Get God's plan. That was number 3A. Y'all think I got a 3B if I got a 3A? Yeah. All right. Oh, look at this one. Uh-oh. We still talking about the plan. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 7. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Don't harden your hearts. Because see, he's telling us today for something that's manifesting, something that's coming up. But we got to be willing to hear today so that we can know what's going to happen tomorrow. But sometimes we don't like to hear what, you know, finally after how many years, honey, we've been in ministry? Roughly? Is it 13? 10? 10 years? I can finally say forgiveness and y'all don't frown at me. It took 10 years. <laughs> I say, forgive them. Boy, it would be ugly up in here. I'm telling you, you almost had to call security. But today I can say forgiveness. Today when you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. See, guys, what we need to understand is that when we harden our hearts, he gave us step one. When we harden our hearts, we're going to have step two distorted. Because how did we hear step one? How did you hear? Accept, receive, or distort. So if I didn't receive step one, then step two is going to be distorted. That means we're going to add some little special stuff to it. You know, to make it sound right. Well, God didn't tell me that I had to give $100. He told me to give $10. We distorted the heck out of that one. 
But if we didn't hear it in, we distorted what we heard. But he says today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Here's B right here. Y'all ready for B? Don't put it off. Do it now. Don't put it off. Do it now. Do it now. When do we do it? He didn't say tomorrow. <laughs> he said now. And the scripture goes on and says, don't rest until you do. You think that's important? Yeah. So we're going to stop right here. And we're going to pick back up. I'll pick back up on Thursday with the, the, the same message about now. I like to have every head bowed and every eye closed. And that breath is the breath of importance. This is the year 2022. And this was an intense 2021. But today is the beginning of a new, new year. New questions, new insight new revelation so the congregation will confess with me as a point of agreement so if you're there and you're watching and you're listening this is what happens this is how you get born again and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior so congregation, repeat after me. Father, your word says in Romans 10, 9, and 10 that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Jesus, I call on your name now. Come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you that I'm now born again. I have eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So just go to chosenrva.com and you'll be able to look at new members and you'll see information about classes that my wife and I have done that will give you understanding as to what took place. Any job that you have, they always have manuals as to what to do next, what's your responsibility. And it's the same thing with the Word of God. If you want to get to know someone, you got to spend time reading about who you are in him. So, so don't shortchange yourself in that area. Amen? All right. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.